Joe, uh, earlier today I got a text message, one from a group of work friends, and then one that you were included on, kind of our uh, buddy chat, for lack of better words. And it was a tweet that had been forwarded to, I don't know where the tweet had come from, but the gist of the tweet was uh, husband had to stay at home with kids and wife went out with her friends. But the husband... A, a real Lindsay, Emily Hobbs situation, if <laughs> yes. you will. Um, but the husband knew where they are going, so he got on his phone and referenced to last podcast, got on the TouchTunes <laughs> app, and then uh, chose the bar that they were at, and then repeatedly uh, played, what, Tud Thump? Tud, uh, yeah, Trevor One was Tud Thumping. Tud Thumper. So, uh, Tud Thumping. Over and the, over again. It was the only song they could hear. <laughs> That reminds yeah. me, there was a, uh, you've probably heard of or know of John Mulaney, yeah. the comedian, and uh, his stand-up is fantastic, and he tells a story about one time when he was a kid, and he went into the diner, and he put to all a real the real jukebox, though. Yeah, real, yes. And they put, he put in the movie, or the money, and he would play Tom Jones. What's New Pussycat? Was, yeah. Over and over and over. <laughs> over and over. Yeah. It just jammed it up. And then he's like, he would wait for people's reaction, and they would slam the table, and then he put it in another song, and everyone thinks it changes. But then he played it again. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of reminded me of that. But You can do it at Waffle House, too, because they all have. Right. Uh, the they old, used yeah. to have jukeboxes, but now they have touch tunes. More family songs on the. Uh, have a try. On the Waffle House. Uh, <laughs> but the follow up tweet to that one was pretty funny, too. His buddy or someone else he knew subtweeted him and said. Um, I like to play Johnny Cash Ring of Fire for my walk-up music. Oh, so there I, you go. So I'm in the Uber. <laughs> I let them play the song as I'm walking in the bar. When it comes on, I come in the bar, which I thought is pretty good. So we might have to think of something for when we start making our appearance. But it's probably got to be Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. Probably. <laughs> Unfortunately, the places we go usually have a line. Right. And you're not willing to pay What if I just wait outside the premium. Until, it, until it's my yeah. turn? Um, so I'm willing to pay in. the extra. No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Uh, so I thought that was funny, given that our story from last week, and then that two people said it today. And on the last thread, I was upset with your brother-in-law Andrew because I was like, oh. I was going to use that on the podcast tonight, and then he really uh, jumped the gun. He really jumped the gun. <laughs> so. All right, Joe, what are you sipping on tonight? Well, it's that time of year, so I'm drinking a Prairie Christmas bomb. Uh, this is a 2018 bomb. So this is actually left over from last year. I let it age for another year. <laughs> Prairie is, their whole bomb series, they do a whole bunch, and this is one of the best, and I look forward to it every Christmas. Not as good as the birthday bomb, but it's the second best bomb in their family. So, JB? Let's get to it. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I want to go All right. Well, welcome back to episode eight of the Let's Get To It podcast. Who'd have ever thought? Yep. We're eight episodes in. We're rounding out the year. Uh, last full episode. We're going to have a, a special year in review episode next, next week. week. Yeah, be, look, be on the lookout for it. We're, you're traveling between the uh, holidays of Christmas and New Year's. I'm going to have some long drives uh, to Nebraska back and forth. So. Probably won't re-listen to this podcast, but... Um, well, you could. You could just yeah. subscribe to all the different ones. <laughs> Download it on Spotify, iTunes, all the places. Anchor. Exactly. Uh, but it is uh, Tuesday, December 17th, a little after 8 o'clock. 
on a pretty cold Lexington, Kentucky. It rained, it seemed like, for two straight days, uh, Sunday and Monday. It actually snowed a little bit today, uh, but then I think it's supposed to warm up for the rest of the week. So uh, that typical kind of gloomy December weather. Um, it's that pre-Christmas time. Does everyone have their Christmas shopping completed? Uh, no, I'm going to grab uh, <coughs> gift cards <clears throat> for the family up on Friday. On Friday? Yeah, I'm grabbing it <laughs> Friday. Well, our, well, our Christmas... He plays it out. <laughs> busy between now and Friday. <laughs> no, our Christmas is going to be on the 23rd since we're leaving the 24th for New York. So uh, I'm a size $50 gift card. Size 50? Good Christ. Well, so, go ahead. I've been good this year. <laughs> good. Maybe Jeff Ruby's are offering 20% off on those gift cards. So, so 40 maybe. There you go. Take, take <laughs> Lindsay out on a nice day. Yeah, I'll maybe. take you on a nice day if you give All me right, Jeff cool. Ruby's gift card. <laughs> sounds good. I'll take the full leg. <laughs> Um, no, not quite finished. Uh, that's a story for another day, but real close, real close on it. Yeah, real close too. I got one more gift. We have a white elephant where it's food and drink themed, um, so I'm still needing that. So if any listeners have any suggestions, uh, it has to be around twenty to twenty-five dollars. Yep. So you know, just uh, hit us up on social media or email us at let's get to it pod, and uh, please give me any ideas. Jones soda. Yeah, right? Oh, well, yeah. that or a... Uh, the only those, person I wanted. <laughs> or one of those uh, dinosaur taco holders. I mean, you know, <laughs> either or. Again, he'd be the only one that would want it. <laughs> I will um, start with some uh, viewer feedback from last week. Whoa. Or last episode. Viewer, they're viewing us now? <laughs> Listener feedback? Let's, let's just call them viewers. Because imagine they're sitting here watching us. Um, they know what we're doing. I'll be watching. So... To qualify for Academy Award or Oscar nomination, mm-hmm. um, the rules have changed or something. So if Netflix produces a movie, it has to put it in the theaters for a certain amount of time. That's how so uh, for it yeah. to be for it to be in contention. So that's why the departed was in Is just a certain number. I don't know. I just know that. That was the the viewer wrote in to to, uh, tell us that. Um, But also, because of that, Netflix has been purchasing some historic movie theater, at least one in New York and one in L.A. I like that. That they will then show these movies in, I guess. Smart. Yeah. So uh, they don't fit in the big chain um, sphere of movie theaters, but could be local. Well, it cuts down their cost, too, because if they're the ones... Like showing it, yeah, they're not like areas. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so again, if you have uh corrections or additions or uh anything facts that we got wrong, be sure and let us know via our social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. Let's get to it pod at any of those certain things. All right, should we go ahead and move into across the board, please? All right, that's our weekly segment or our our episode segment where we talk about the wins, the places, and the shows uh, for since the last podcast we've done. Uh, so many wins, hard to choose. I went with our um, our former Big Brother, the former Mother Country, Boris Johnson, <laughs> who has a very unique look. Yes, he does. Uh, who has been reelected. Uh, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Pretty easily, wasn't it? Yes. And thus, uh, ensuring that Brexit will happen. You know, we were the original Brexit. Right. The 13 colonies. Um, <laughs> little known fact, 
I think he resolved res, he resembles Chris Chris Matthews from MSNBC. He does a little, more. yeah. I can see that. Uh, but he too, much like our president, has a much younger. Well, he Boris Johnson has. But he's a, not as he's not that old. He's not, but he has. He looks older. A very young American companion woman. Just companion. They're not married. They're not married. They're dating, but I think she kind of acts as his official spouse. Mm-hmm. Probably good for the ratings. Yeah. yeah. Well, did, I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago on Saturday Night Live, they did a skit in the lunchroom, and uh, it was James Corden that played uh, Boris, and it was actually really, really funny. And uh, Jimmy Fallon made an appearance, and they brought back a whole bunch of guys. And um, that was something I was going to mention. I don't have it on my my notes, but it was something that I was going to talk about. Saturday Night Live has been a lot better. Like, I, I feel like it. I feel like whenever they're current. You don't appreciate them until they're gone. I felt that mm-hmm. way with Will Ferrell and Jimmy Fallon, going through all of them. But I feel like this current cast is really, really good, really, really strong. Um, Lindsay and I look forward to watching it every week. And I really feel like I, I don't – there's not one in particular that I'm like, oh, my goodness, this person's going to be a star. They're fantastic. But <laughs> – <laughs> okay, i got to mention it. Kyle just sounded like he farted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if it was the chair or what. I really think he farted. It was the chair. We kind of have a uh, we're kind of having no no. We're eating pizza while doing this since it's kind of late, and but it really did sound people are getting it. up. It's a whole thing. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I really do like the current cast. I think they're a great ensemble. They have a wide range of people. We have our first Asian American, um, and. It's it's been really good, but we got off. Yeah, so this week, uh, the, uh, Charlotte Johansson last Saturday was good. She was fine, but just fine. Uh, well, she's fine. Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, I thought she was okay. I thought the skits were really good this week, but I just thought she was okay. I didn't yeah. know she's hosted six times. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Colin the, Joe's. Yeah. The opening sketch where they had six different families talking about six. Oh, the three. Uh, yeah, that was really good. Three different. Yeah, I thought that was really good too. Um, I chuckled. They become more equal opportunity, too, with uh, affiliation. Usually they just go one-sided in terms yeah. of who they attack. But I thought it was really well done. So. Um, there was that somewhat disturbing, um, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yes. You know, yes. cucking. <laughs> yes. That was, I thought, and I, thought I, I thought she was odd in it, too. Sesame yeah. Strong? She was a little because weird. She, watched, she was watching her mom, watching her dad. I know, but just, like, she just seemed really creepy. Else. I don't yeah. know. But anyway. I think that was how it was intended to be. Oh, well, it, so. it hit the nail on the head. Uh, I got a few wins this week. Uh, one is I feel like uh, UK going to the Belk Bowl is a win. Yeah. I know that there was a, um, much ado about nothing in, in terms of the Gator Bowl in Tennessee and feeling like, oh, they should blah, 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 blah. I know that the time's not great in terms of it being at a noon kick. Uh, it's not a Florida Bowl, but... I think Charlotte's a great town. We talked about this on a previous episode. I'd been there recently. I think we'll travel well there. We've been to the Gator Bowl somewhat recently. I don't really care if we... I'd rather play Virginia Tech than Indiana. So I'm pretty happy with going to the Buck Bowl. So I feel that is a win. And also for teachers, Lindsay and I had, uh, and you as well, had batted around the idea of maybe attending uh, where we go to the bowl game. It's probably not going to come to fruition. But Fayette County sent out an email today to teachers and they're offering $30 tickets for teachers uh, in Fayette County. It's limited. Wow. But if oh, we were going that – and I don't think tickets would be astronomical because it's not that big of a bowl, but I still like I like the notion uh, or the sentiment that they were thinking about teachers and giving them the opportunity to travel 
for the UK game. Well, education pays in Kentucky. It does now. Now we got Andy Bashir there. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a couple more wins. I don't know if you have any. Go ahead. Connor's going to love this one. Connor, mm-hmm. give it up for our U.S. boys, baby. Oh, Tiger yeah. Woods. Yeah. Um, I got real into the President's Cup. I watched a good amount on Thursday. I watched the entire thing on Friday, not intentionally. Mm-hmm. And you and I were texting. Yeah. Um, I was up, and then I just I got into it, and I kept watching because we started coming back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think it turned was late Friday. Uh, we made a few good big putts. Yeah. And I think momentum really turned, and, and you and I were talking about that a little bit. Yeah, the one thing um, <clears throat> I will say that, uh, obviously, you know, they're always talking about JT's putt, that it went in, that was the biggest putt. But before that was Patrick Cantlay, who made oh, the exact yes, same, yes. if not a longer yes. putt, for the win for Agreed. that one. So he, he, he kind of went under the radar a little bit, though. But yeah, well, it was JT and Tiger still his thunder right, a little exactly. bit because playing with Tiger. And Tiger went 3-0 and as a yeah. player captain. Crazy. And then a uh, great comeback, so that was really fun to watch. I watched a bunch, too, on uh, Saturday or Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday night because they're, they're in yep. Australia. But right. I, I will say, though, I'm glad that Patrick Roode finally played well on his final day in match right. play. Because he sucked every other day. He sucked. But, but he's one of those guys who I hate during the regular tour. Oh, but when he comes to play for the American, like, he's just fun. He's like yeah. he's our little guy that like everyone like hates. Yeah. And it's well when we hate too unless no, exactly. he's playing for us. <laughs> but yeah, and then well and then did you see his brother in law who's his caddy was mm. off his bag for the last round because they because uh, he got in a fisticuffs. Yeah, so some what? guy actually I have um, so the uh, so some guy when they were driving by on the cart um, said and I quote from the caddy. Caddy said, "You effing suck, Patrick." So his caddy got off of the cart, pushed him, said some explicit words that I'm not going to say over the air, and then hopped back on. And then his swing coach caddy for him, which he might need to make a change on the back. His swing coach, <laughs> yeah, I <right>? mean, <laughs> well, and the thing about it was. <clears throat> They said it had been going on all week, and rightfully oh, yeah. so. He's the guy that you love to hate for the Americans. He's easily hateable, mm-hmm. um, so I understand that. JB, linking back to another um, topic we've talked about uh, last episode, a big win for us. Mariah Carey's All I Want for <laughs> Christmas reaches number one. Yes, it does. 25 so, years 25, later. So th- this is the, fir- the longest time, 25 years, for a song to, r- r- to achieve number one after being released. Huh. So 25 years, so she's number one right now. And it, the more I thought about it, I mean, I always listen to it because it's fantastic, but the more I've been listening to it lately, or the radio, and think, it's been, it feels like this year more than others, it's been around very often, or it's coming on more frequently. Do you feel that? Um, well, I've been exclusively listening to Christmas radio on Sirius XM, so... I don't know what the mainstream radio stations are playing, but they're obviously playing it. Um, and they re-released it because of their 25th anniversary. So right. I think that helped. Uh, sure. They also had a big social media campaign because I remember, what was it, same weekend as the... Oh, the tweet you sent to us. Yeah, so um, mm. there was a... Mariah Carey sent out a tweet that night yes. in a Halloween costume, and then she fell asleep for one minute, and it became November 1st. And suddenly it was Christmas, and she started playing that song. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just it. I, I'm with you. I don't listen to regular radio. I listen to satellite radio in my car, and then in my classroom and at home, I listen to Amazon. But I still play some of their stations, and I would say that song comes on one out of every eight songs, or within the first five songs when I restart the station wherever I am. But I was happy about. That. I I was kind of surprised because 
I it was huge when it came out. Mm-hmm. I just I thought it had reached number one, especially how much or how big Christmas music is in the United States. But so that was my other win for the week. Or cool. The, how about your first place? Uh, mine's a couple places, and this is going to create a little discussion amongst us. You probably saw it. There was an article in the Herald Leader earlier this week about the best bars and restaurants around Lexington to have a Manhattan, which, uh, JB, you're well aware, I either drink fairly cheap bourbon, Evan Williams, with Coke, or uh, I have to drink really good bourbon on the rocks. I don't really fall in between, so like Andrew gets mad at me if I do Buffalo Trace with anything. He feels like I should drink on the rocks, and I'm like, I'm not quite there. Um, but I do like a good Manhattan, and I, I, I don't make them at home because I don't know how to muddle and do orange rind, etc. But Manhattan's are really good. So I'm going to share the five that they mentioned, and I've had a couple of them. We'll see if any of you all have had any. But the first one is Carson's, which I have had. They have a great happy hour, actually, where it's, I think it's eight bucks. for, And there's eight to ten different uh, bourbons you can try. I usually go with one of the rye's because that's the classic but the Carson's is very good. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I mean, I've been there for food, not for a Manhattan. I think I've had a Manhattan there. It, um, I don't particularly remember anything uh, unique spectacular or, about it. Right. Yeah. I really liked I thought it was very good. But uh, the next one was West Main Crafting Company. I've been there once. Did not have a Manhattan. Cool atmosphere, cool vibe. But that's another place they said to check out to um, have a Manhattan. There, I think they have probably the best um, mixed drink or cocktail com- menu. Yes. Oh no, I didn't have Manhattan there. I had a couple another. You're right. They have what? a they have a huge. Or it's also like a catalog. Like it's like it's leather bound. seasonally. Yeah. Yeah. What's the place next door? Um, the Bourbon on Rye. Yes. That's what I was thinking. I've, I've had been to one both. there. I've had I, one there. I've that been to West Main good. once. I didn't have, I didn't have a Manhattan. But yeah, they had a really neat uh, pictures and. Yeah, I really like that. Okay, Bourbon yeah. on Rye then isn't on the list, but probably should be on the list. But it's owned and run by people who used to work at Bluegrass Tavern. Makes sense, and that's the next one on my list, Bluegrass Tavern. I've had one there. Um, they're good. It's solid. I think in terms of for a cost-effective, like I mean, there's obviously a range, but just to get a fairly cost-effective, like, not with all the pomp and circumstance, I want a Manhattan, quick, here you go, kind of thing. Even in the picture online, and I've had it, it was, it was more just the um, high or the low ball glass. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even done in, like, a fancy way. There's, there's are pretty good, especially for if you want one pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on there, and I haven't even heard of this place. I've heard of where it's at, the Thirsty Fox, which is in Zim's Cafe, which I haven't been to Zim's yet. Right here. But I, I know Zim's. But they said the Thirsty Fox has a pretty good one to try. Okay. I haven't even been to that bar. I haven't either. So maybe it's somewhere we have to try out. Yeah. And then the last one, Distilled, uh, which is over at the Gratz old, Park. Yeah, Gratz mm-hmm. Park Inn. Um, theirs was a vanilla old fashioned, hmm. which I don't know. I can hit or miss, but uh, that was their twist on it. So I thought it was a good article. It was just something different. I, it was fun that I'd had a couple of them. And maybe if I'm out and about sometime, I'll have to give those a whirl. Yeah, I think uh, I felt like the article didn't try very hard. Like they kind of hit the top five places where they just had. Would. I don't think I think there were probably some hidden gems out there that maybe. I don't disagree. I just thought it was something interesting to be thinking about, and I like that I had had a couple of them. 
And if I'm going to have a bourbon drink, I, I prefer probably Manhattan over anything else. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of on the raw. I'm just kind of neat guy myself. You like an old-fashioned? You are a neat guy. Yeah. I like Manhattan's better than old-fashioned's. Well, there you go. Teach I think, some. I think. All right. Well, my place is uh, two weekends ago, I uh, took a little uh, add-on family trip with our friends, The Hits, down to yeah, Nashville. Yeah, you did. And um, Nashville, we love Nashville. It's a great town. Um, I don't know how many of you have been to Opryland, the Gaylord Opryland Hotel. I've been once. I walked through. It's a spectacular. Uh, it's an experience to go there. There are so many different wings, and they have so many conventions. Uh, but we saw it decorated for Christmas. They have a whole Christmas area where there's ice skating. Um, you walk through this one area that is a recreation of a Christmas story, but done in ice blocks, like professional ice carvers wow. uh, had done it. And every Gaylord has a different story because your sister and brother-in-law and niece went to it in Orlando, and right. they saw Polar Express. Yes, they did. And Kelsey said uh, they even saw an ice artisan there doing some sculpting, so they got to see that, too. That's but you cool. wear a park, parka and yeah, go down that. a slide. Um, they had tubing. They had a train. They had Santa. All decorations. We went to the Grand Old Opry and saw a live performance of... The Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer you said it was story. Good. It was it was good. Yeah, I think they really came good. to Lexington last year. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, it was good. Um, and then what was my what was I getting? Oh, but the best part of it didn't have anything to do with Christmas. I think all Gaylords have added on a water park called Soundwave to their properties. Love that Soundwaves, and so it had the. Um, Surfing machine, like you see on cruise ships, it had mm-hmm. one of those. It had a fast river. It had a lazy river. Uh, outside, there's a huge wave pool that obviously wasn't open, but it's open during the summertime. It had an adults-only infinity pool with a bar. Well, that's cool. It had its Sign own little kids area. <laughs> it had water slides, and then their outdoor and indoor water slides. So it was amazing. Now it's expensive. Uh, but apparently you can get half-day tickets, so we got the 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. tickets, which were half price. Yeah, were you telling so me kind of like going to Disney, if you go at 5 o'clock, it's cheaper. Yeah. You don't have all day to go on everything, but you still have quite a bit of time. We were only there for, th- I mean, three hours. I can't imagine have being there from 10 a.m. to right, 9 p.m. Right, the whole time. Uh, that would have been a lot. Always <laughs> loved it. Uh, yeah, it was great. So I highly recommend that. Uh, it's expensive to stay at Opryland, and this is expensive, but if you find a Groupon or some type of good deal or have Marriott points that you can cash in, definitely a fun activity to Love do. Love that. Maybe when Bo's a little older, we'll have to take him down. Exactly. Good deal. Um, what's your show for the week? Uh, my show is, I. it's that time of year, I'm late. I've been trying to address and get my Christmas cards out. I'm behind. Um, there, but right, to do way. that, I have been watching, I've gotten into the Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas <laughs> Of movies. course. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, <laughs> and I know other shows have talked about this or joked about it, but literally, um, I, have this, I have this feeling that like, if you're to be a, 
a music star, you should be in country music because once you're done with your main career, there are lots of state and county fairs to oh, yeah. go to during the summer to keep you employed, whereas pop singers don't necessarily have that. So I have discovered that Christmas movies are where the child actors end up. Oh, so many of them. <laughs> kind of the B-list and the C-list stars oh, yeah. um, are, can star in one or two Christmas season. movies a year. Yeah. And I've also determined that we have like you have like your Hallmark movies and then you have your Lifetime movies I'm more and you Hallmark. have your Netflix movies. So like you, there's like a whole array. Netflix, well, they just started this year. Yeah, but yeah, the Netflix them. like no, they've had they've done it. Last but year this is the bigger they made their big push where they've had multiple. Yeah, like Hallmark releases like thirty a year. Well, then Netflix even has now a TV show um, that's Christmas themed with Dennis Quaid and um, Ashley Tisdale. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, they're just getting yeah. out. One of them even had a like Battle of the Network Christmas Stars show That's competition cool. too. Uh, so I am I've seen uh, country uh, ski lit ski <laughs> ski resorts <laughs> failing, um, weddings getting canceled, uh, the whole gamut of the Christmas. But they also they all end happily. Everyone there's always a failing business that somehow gets the Christmas tree farm. Get saved. <laughs> High school sweethearts are reunited. Right. You know, p- people from the big city come back and get stuck. So. The misconnections. Mm-hmm. The, ski, awesome. the ski lift not working. Yes. <laughs> it happens, Connor. I know. Yeah, it that's, happens. Uh, Christmas <laughs> reservations are with yeah. Melissa I don't know. Our, our, our Christmas tree farm's not going to make it this year unless we sell 100 trees by Christmas. Well, we know. We that sold <laughs> 500. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> we know that in real life there's a Christmas tree shortage this year because of. The economic downturn in 2007, Obama. some farms went out of business, <laughs> and uh, actually that was so yeah. Bush, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my show um, is on Netflix. It's called the Confession of or the Confession Killer. It is oh. fascinating. It is about John Lee Lucas, a guy in the late 70s, early 80s, that can um, confessed or should I say pretended to confess to over 600 murders. That's why you've never heard of him, because he tried to make himself out to be a serial killer, and he really wasn't. That's not a spoiler. That's the whole premise of the show. But these guys down in Texas, the Rangers and the uh, FBI and whoever else, kind of made him out to be a celebrity, and he thrived on it and really wanted to like build up his persona and all this stuff. And... Um, it's a fascinating watch from both sides, from his and the people he was connected to, and then the um, the police or the law enforcement, law enforcement side. But it is, it's just, it's surreal. Like it, it feels like a movie, and it's all true. They have all these people that are interviewed, and I'm about three episodes in. Um, G Dubs and where they had watched it, they said it was fantastic. I had already started it. I watched an episode and a half today, and it is something that just, it's almost unfathomable that this happened, and at one point they talk about all these killings that he confessed to, and that people were just trying to close cases, and that he would have driven in one month like something like 30,000 miles to commit these murders, and it's just, it's insane, 
what what they how these people didn't figure it out or they knew and we're just covering it all up. So I'm not that far along. But so it's a series, not a, a limited series. It's like um, a six or eight episode type thing, but it's very well done in the um, similar to the Making Murder, those kind of things, which are all very hot right now. Mm-hmm. But I've really enjoyed it because it's just it's hard to just even believe that this was real life. Not as good as a Hallmark movie. But. No. <laughs> Certainly a different tone. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. But anyway, well, we're at the finish line. What a finish 2019 has been. We've had a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> Real world. <laughs> a lot of wins and losses. Yeah. And, uh, so. But I think we're uh, closing off the year on a pretty positive note. Good deal. All right, we'll be back with um, New Circle. All right, we're going to get started with our new circle segment, both inside and outside. It's that time of year where there's the bowl games are coming up. The first game is this Saturday, December 20th. Or is that Friday? It's coming up this week. Coming up soon. <laughs> It'll be this week, mm-hmm. either here nor there. Friday. Friday. All right, so right. first couple are Friday, nice. I suppose, yeah. then. I think it's the 20th. Yep, Friday's the 20th. Uh, anyway, we decided this year, we batted around the idea, we're going to pick about 13 or 14 games. We're going to do this pretty quickly, uh, a la college game day. We're going to record our picks, and then we're going to decide the loser is going to have to do something for the rest of us. So we haven't Wait, dis- did we decide this? Yeah. We, we had mentioned it. We, uh, mentioned it in we, the we haven't decided text. what the loser is going to have to do quite yet. I had a very busy day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so again, you, you can email us or good. go on social media with your Oh, yeah. We also yeah. have some suggestions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, send us suggestions, and then, please. Uh, we'll record before the end of the bowl season. But So I'll lead off with the games. We'll just go around the table. We can take turns picking who we want. We'll pick each of the games, and the tiebreaker is going to be the score of the UK Belk Bowl. All right, boys. The first th- I put the first game of the bowl. Season on here. The first game is in the Bahama Bowl, and that is Charlotte versus Buffalo. A couple great American cities. There you go. Mm-hmm. Who would you like, JB? Buffalo. I'm also going to go with Buffalo. I'm also going to go with Buffalo. It's clean sweep for Buffalo, so let's just go ahead <laughs> and eliminate <laughs> the Bahamas Bowl. Um, the next bowl game is the Las Vegas Bowl, Boise State versus Washington. Mm. Believe uh, it or not, Washington's favored. Really? I... Yes, that's why I'm taking Washington. Uh, you know what? Might as well just take Washington as well. I'm going to Washington as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Boise. Oh, I'm going right. to go take Boise State. Take, yes. taking, that, taking the blue field. All right. Uh, the next one is the Alamo Bowl, which is Texas versus Utah. Going with the home state favorite, Texas Longhorns. Ooh, I'm going to go with Utah. Go Utes. Go the Utes. Horns down, go Utah. I'm going. Wow. U- I'm going Utah as well. Sorry, they, they, had a, they had a really good year. <laughs> I'm not convinced about Texas. Uh, the next game is the Belk Bowl, which I think is probably a clean sweep for the Cats. But Cats, Virginia Tech, Kentucky. I'm also going to go with UK. I think they can pull it off. Right. I mean, yeah. Virginia Tech's not playing Beamer Ball anymore. I'm going with Lynn Bowden and the Cats. Let's go Cats. Catterday, baby. I can't believe the line's three though. That's pretty crazy. Them by three. But. They're not going to be able to stop us. So I got the Cats. Uh, Citrus Bowl. Michigan versus Alabama, can they both lose? Because I would really like that. Got to take the SEC in the bowl, so roll tide. Uh, I am going to as well. I know one of my friends is a Michigan fan, really wanted to play us in the bowl game, but I think that Alabama's going to probably pull it off. I'm an Albert. I can't pick that team up north, so uh, go tide. 
Man, this is getting really lame. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to pick Alabama. They, If Tua doesn't get hurt, they're in the playoff. I still think Mac Jones is good enough to beat Michigan, so I'm going to go Alabama as well. Uh, the next one, Outback Bowl, Minnesota versus Auburn. P.J. Flack can roll that boat, <laughs> row that boat wherever he wants to, but War Eagle <laughs> will dominate. Ooh, really? I'm going to go with Minnesota. Okay. I'm going to go with the Big Ten team there. You know, I, I love the Gophers, but I just think that I think they're running out of momentum. I think once they uh, lost to Wisconsin, they got deflated. So, I'm unfortunately have to go War Eagle. I'm going with P.J. Fleck. He's going to row that boat down in Florida. And the reason is, is because I think Minnesota wants to be there more. They normally don't make this kind of bowl. Auburn season's already over. They beat Alabama. That was their bowl game. So, I'm going Minnesota on that one. The next one, Gator Bowl, Tennessee versus Indiana. Again, can they both lose? Dumpster fire there. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the SEC and take Tennessee. Uh, I really don't want to, but I guess I'm going to have to choose Tennessee. I'm going Indiana. Ooh. I, too, am going to go Indiana. They had a, another team similar to Minnesota. They had a great year. I think they want to be there more. Tennessee, I know they're excited to be in a good bowl, but I don't know how well they're going to travel, so I got Indiana. Bro v. Bro there. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Left side versus strong right, side. Let's, let's go pick some cotton down in Texas. <laughs> Uh, we got Penn State versus Memphis. Here I am going to take the uh, Big Ten team. Penn State still uh, walling up their, over their loss to Kentucky last year in the bowl game, so I think they'll come in strong. Ooh, I'm going to go with Memphis. Sorry, JB. <laughs> did Memphis's coach leave? Didn't he get yes. hired? Yep. Yeah. Where's he, he going? FAU? No, no. Florida State. Florida State. Sorry. <laughs> Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, they're about the same level at this point. No, you know? Florida State's coach went to FAU. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Okay, it's go something. on. Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, Penn State. I'm going to take Memphis as well, Connie. All Let's right. go. I'll see you, Joe. I Let's got go. you. Uh, the next one is the Orange Bowl, Virginia versus Florida. Um, Gators. Um, I'm also going to go with Florida. Yeah, I'm going to go the Gators. Tiles on the ladder. Yeah. Two time. Yeah. It's working out for you. Um, I'm also going to go Florida. I hate them, but... Virginia, I don't think is very good. The ACC is garbage, so we got about four games. We're going to go ahead and just toss out because it's going to be a push. Uh, let's get to the big bowls. We have the uh, Rose Bowl, Wisconsin versus Oregon. Stick with the Big Ten. I knew and, you would. Uh, Badgers are going to beat the Ducks. Oregon does have some pretty solid jerseys every year, but I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm going uh, Jonathan Taylor and the uh, Badgers. I'm taking Oregon. I think they played well to end the season. They could have gotten to a bigger bowl, so I'm taking them. Let's go ahead and go to the Sugar Bowl. We have Baylor versus Georgia. Uh, stick with SEC, take Georgia. <laughs> so if, if it's SEC Big Ten, it's the only time JB has to make a real pick. Uh, I like Jay Fromm as a quarterback. I think he can pull off against Baylor. Didn't Baylor have a close one with a pretty fairly decent team this year? Uh, they lost was. twice to Oklahoma. Right, but they yeah. should have beat them both times. Yeah, and they were leading, I think, before. They were, they were killing them the first time. And yeah. then the second time they lost in overtime. Yeah, so they're I'm, a good team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. See, I'm gonna go with Georgia. Yeah, so unfortunately, I haven't seen much of Baylor play, so I have seen Georgia quite a few times. Have so you I'm seen gonna, any of them play? Yeah, I have. I have seen Georgia play a few games and stuff. So I'm gonna go with Georgia. That was an eyesight joke. I got it. <laughs> he didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm either gonna win this going away or I'm gonna get smoked, <laughs> just because I just want to have fun with this. I'm gonna take Baylor. I've watched them a couple times. Again, I think Georgia, I think they thought their season was going to end with a invite to the College Bowl playoff, 
And I'm going to take the Baylor Bears with Mike Rule. Or what, is it his first name, Mike? I think so. Whatever his name is, Rule. Uh, a couple more left. The Peach Bowl, LSU versus Oklahoma. I think this is unanimous. <laughs> Anyone yeah. not taking LSU? Coach O, pressure. Go Tiger! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know where the Oklahoma team is, but I, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to beat him. We got that quarterback. He's a real good quarterback, so we're going to beat him. Yeah. Go Tigers! <laughs> Tiger me! Tiger Tigers! <laughs> like, do you see the Heisman trophies? Like, Joe Burrow won. Coach O, you have anything to say? Anything additional to say? Go Tigers! <laughs> Tiger me! We got this. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Down the bayou. <laughs> I'm going to go with the LSU. Apparently, uh, Coach O, uh, in between meetings up in the hallways uh, during an interview with uh, Joe Burrow, uh, said that he just starts singing the, uh, the the LSU fighting song every time he walks by and goes to the next meeting so everybody else hears him sing it. Cool. I like that. Interesting. But. LSU? Yeah. Yeah, LSU. <laughs> Let's go and cross that one off. All right, the Fiesta out in Arizona. Uh, Ohio State Clemson. Well, uh, to be – Contrary here, I'm going to take Clemson. What you picked a you picked Big Ten the whole time. Not all of them. Mm, most of them. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Oh no, you didn't. No, you took Alabama. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm also going to take Clemson. Ooh. Yeah, um, these pros are going to be. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say we're, we're <laughs> you know based on where we're from, based on where our dad went to school. At this point, we were originally supposed to be in Arizona for Christmas. Could have seen the Buckeyes do it in person, but we're just going to watch them on TV. Go Bucks. Yeah, I've, I've actually gone back and forth on this because Clemson, they haven't lost in two years. So that's tough. The last time Ohio State Clemson played, Clemson kicked their tail, uh, shut them out. I, I've gone back and forth. I've, from what I've seen, I haven't watched a ton of Clemson, but the games I have seen of them, they haven't played spectacular. I know that they've scored like – they've won by 35 in the last seven or eight games they've played, though, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But I got to go with the two, the team with two Heisman finalists. They have the best player on both sides of the ball. I'm going to go Ohio State. Um, and that's not a homer pick. That's a who I think based on what's happening uh, pick. All right. So let's go ahead and then go the score of the UK game for the tie break. I think I'm either going to blow you all away or I'm going to be in last. So I don't know how much <laughs> tiebreaker is going to help me. But go ahead and make your final score predictions. 49. You want it together? You want no, to... no. Like, well, we can do the total, but yeah. pick the, tell us what the score is going to be. Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky 42. Oof. And. Yeah, let's stick by that. Kentucky 42. And then what's. And then Virginia Tech 7. Wow, so total 49. Boy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, UK. I think they'll probably get about 38. And Damn, then I good. think Virginia, I could, I could see them getting at least 24. Okay. I don't know what that totals as for quick math, but well, I'm going to go with that. You get your calculator. Right. <laughs> I'll go 27-20. Uh, mm, that's not far off for mine. I'm going to go 24-20 mm-hmm. Kentucky. So, All right, so there's our bull picks. Follow, follow along with us. Also, if you're interested, uh, JB, we're in a uh, college football bowl pool. So if any listeners out there are interested, please contact us. We've already given us the information on, about our social media on Let's Get To It Pod. We are doing a $10 pool where you can pick all the games. There's only a few days left. So if you're interested, please contact us, and we can give you the information so that you can get in on it. 
All right, so our inside news circle this week is ranking Christmas traditions or events or really just talking about them here in and around Lexington. We debated about what we do, and then we just decided to go with the things that are happening here since our podcast is Lexington. JB, I struggled with this. Uh, I feel like fall is Kentucky's time to shine, and I feel like there's so much more events and places put on more things during the fall. I don't feel as if the Christmas season is as strong. Um, a couple things that I have listed, I think the biggest one probably is Southern Lights out at the Horse Park. I know that's technically outside New Circle, but it's a Lexington event. Um, I've done it before. It's fine. We did it last year. Lindsay was pregnant. My family came in for a shower. Uh, it was, it's fun with the kids for them seeing it the first time. Um, Seems like it's the same thing year. It is. Year that, it's, right? it's, it's very rarely redone or there's not many changes. We actually had more fun looking at the camels. That's part of the... Afterwards. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they weren't in the lights. <laughs> that actually, that might get me more excited. If they told me that was going to happen, I might go see it. Um, and then we've talked previously on episodes about the lighting of the Christmas tree, the parade, which we know you're a big fan of. Um, I talked about going to the Nutcracker, and there's numerous productions How around was it? town. It was very well done. They shortened it for the school kids, which yes. was good, but it was very well done. I forget, I mean, I've seen it, I've seen the movie versions and et cetera. I forget how many great songs are from the Nutcracker that you don't even really realize it's the Nutcracker that are used in all these different Christmas mm-hmm. movies and commercials, and they're around all the time. But it was very well done. Chloe did a great job. You remember me talking about Chloe, mm-hmm. one of my former students. Uh, she did very well. She was in three scenes that we got to see. Wow. Or three numbers, I guess. I don't know what we would call it. Um, then the other, I guess those are the four things that I had around town. Again, that goes back to my, there's a lot more I feel like I could have pulled out for fall, but those are the main things that came to me that Lexington Christmas traditions. Yep. All of that. I think one kind of, uh, not official one is, but everyone has to drive by the Turner house on Shinaway yes, to look at for all sure. the Christmas. Well, and they're doing there. open houses now. Or they did, or they're going to, they're charging. I think they're going to. It would, no, it was Sunday night, because uh, I drove by on Sunday night, and they were, there were traffic guards, and, but it said private party. You had to, like, donate to some. Correct, which I like that, that the yeah. money was going toward that, though. Other than that, like, I can't think of a lot. And Connor, you've lived here the longest. Anything? Yeah, I, well, I'm never really here for Christmas, so I haven't really done much around here, um, to say the least. <laughs> well, I drive by the Turner's house probably almost every other few, Just to- few times a week. Well, I mean, I've got to go to Kroger. I've got to get, you know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Connor's um, if I go get a haircut, I, I'm going over there. But it, I feel like it's kind of disappointing. I, I feel like there should be more... I love the Christmas time of year. I guess we have a lot of party. We have a lot of mutual friends that we all attend their yeah. different gatherings, and that's more of a thing. And I guess some of those have become tradition. Well, I know um, the uh, Hill and Meyer, the one branch of the family, has the Christmas store in the in the, uh, oh, the Lansdowne parking, yeah. parking lot. And so oh, there's yes. Santa there. Like they make that a big like Christmas shop there. Mm-hmm. I remember Keeneland used to do, in the clubhouse area, they used to do a big Christmas. Oh, they still do. That. That, that's true, yeah. Cause but they don't do it anymore. They just do it in the regular well, store. Well, they did something 
a couple weeks ago because um, Emily Hobbs took the kids and they went and did it. But I think a lot I've of I've never the, done that. Yeah, and I think a lot of the like signature club. Uh, oh, the, yeah. Like a lot of the different social clubs and places like that have. Uh, they do. Yeah. Yes. The one on campus. We did one with Lindsay's family this past weekend. Went had, we yeah. went and had breakfast with Santa. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking more stuff with the public. It's just, it's a little sparse because when you think of the fall, I mean, you have Christ King Oktoberfest, you have Thriller Parade, you have yeah. all these different things going on. I just feel like Christmas and winters is just a little, right. little left. Maybe we can start something. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to start something. I think this is a Hallmark movie in the making. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we need to save Christmas in Lexington. Yeah, we got to sell some Christmas yeah, I mean, yeah. trees. So <laughs> if we miss something that you all think that we should have talked about or something that you know, please hit us up so we can uh, make sure that that gets covered and that we can maybe attend uh, next year. Oh, yeah. I do remember one thing. Do they still have the ice skating rink yes. over there? Oh, no, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, like okay. the Triangle Park ice skating yeah. rink and stuff. Yeah, just, just That's like the head, size yeah. of like a... Um, it's like uh, not even the size of a normal rink. It's like no, it's like not even the size no. of like an efficiency apartment. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like the outdoor ambience or aesthetic is obviously yeah. really nice. But yeah, the, I'm at the refrigerator. The, I'm at the bed. I'm the at the couch. You know, yeah, like I said, it's, it's aesthetically more pleasing than the actual indoor rink we have here. But the indoor rink, however, is bigger and you're not bumping into people constantly. Can you throw me a water bottle from the corner? <laughs> so uh, let us know. But that's going to go ahead and close up our new circle segment. All right, welcome back. Uh, our last few podcasts, we have not had a lot of celebrity or notable deaths. And uh, Good deal. I kind of feel that the Grim Reaper has visited since our last podcast. So the first one was is pretty emotional to me. I grew up as a huge fan of Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. And uh, Carol Spinney, who was the puppeteer for Big Bird for many years, oh, yeah, passed yeah. away. I read about, and it was something ridiculous. It was like something like fifty years, and he was eighty something mm, when he retired. He's eighty-five years old when he died, but he just retired like a couple years ago. Yeah, insane. Oh, yeah. Man. And on Sunday night, they had uh, the Canada Center Honors, and Sesame Street was one of the honorees, and they did a kind Montage. of in memoriam, in memoriam of him at the end I love of that. that. That's really, yeah, I saw that this week. I thought that was really cool. And the, the two founders of Sesame Street are like in their 90s, uh, wow. so they're still alive and still working on it. Uh, second, on 12-9, we lost uh, Pete Frades who was the uh, baseball player for Boston College, who was kind of the inspiration of the Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah. And ALS. so, yeah, so then he uh, then has now passed away from LS. But I think uh, going back, I guess, four or five years really raised the uh, banner for that disease. Awareness, yeah, sure. And raised a lot of Him along with um, Gleason from the Saints. Yeah. I think, I mean, obviously the Ice Bucket Challenge was bigger than him, but I think those were the two kind of faces of the disease that really show like these are young people mm-hmm. these are, i mean i think pete when he passed i think it was only early 30s like it 34 was, yeah yeah it's it's just it's the how debilitating that disease is how unknown it is it's uh, almost a modern day polio type thing yeah uh so but he did he was able to do a lot of good for the medical community before he passed away 1212, a fun name to say, actor Danny Aiello, uh, who was 86, a lot in those uh, mobster movies. He was in God, uh, 
Godfather Part Two was they do the right thing. Moonstruck. I'm sure so, if, I, if I see it. Uh, yeah. If I saw his face, I would know who he was. And then finally, two days ago, James Radio Kennedy passed away. Uh, oh, he yeah. was the American football fan who the the movie that Cuba Gooding Jr. Rating, yeah, uh, Radio. Yeah. Early, early mm-hmm. 2000s. Excuse me. Exactly. Yeah, he was the subject of that. So. I never saw the movie. You did it? Radio. Uh, it was yeah. pretty good. Was it? Mm-hmm. Disney? Uh, I yeah. so. Yeah. Have you seen it? A long time ago, I don't. I don't really recall a lot of it, but I think yeah. it's kind of like our John Short. Oh, okay, right. This is his. his I want, yeah, I, yeah. I probably understandable. Yeah. Uh, my in memoriams. We know that I always have a unique take on these. I think the in memoriam is the Kentucky inmates commuted sentences by our outgoing governor, <laughs> uh, Matt Bevin. Some real questionable people have been released. Uh, murderers, uh, delinquents. Um, family friends, mm-hmm. which I don't know how he's running around with those kind of people, mm-hmm. but a lot of what I've read, there's been, it feels like every day in the last week since he commuted these sentences, there's been a new story about what these people actually had done. One of them, the one I saw today, he was released and he had murdered his son or convicted of yeah, murdering his I, son I saw that and one, also yeah. inciting prison riots. <laughs> and now he's out on the streets. Like, I, I just, I don't, I guess Bevin's definitely planning on moving like I predicted a couple episodes yeah. ago because no, if he's man. letting these people out, I I don't know, just in memoriam of these sentences because it's bizarre. I mean, JB, I know you read the Herald Leader every day and it feels like one's popping up every day. Yeah, I haven't been reading as in... in been busy. In depth. Movies, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Correspondence. Yeah. Um, been on the road a lot the last two been weeks. Been pen with some guys in prison. They're not in prison anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now they're having lunch. <laughs> but it, it is fascinating how these uh, reporters are uncovering who's been pardoned and then it's just the And there, there was hundreds. Yeah. It's insane. And he's like, I went through all of these with a fine tooth. When? Hmm? Like when you're going for re-election and losing? Like, well, I don't understand. Um... My other in memoriam, this one's kind of funny. Boys, I, I haven't wanted to admit it. JB still doesn't admit it. I'm officially old. <laughs> I, I, this, this pop culture, social media stuff, I do not understand. John Hill and I actually had this conversation not too long ago. <laughs> like stuff with like all these memes and things show, like Baby the Yoda. TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know what a TikTok is. <laughs> Baby Yoda, like. I don't couldn't even tell you where Baby Yoda comes from. Mandalorian. No, no, I'm not asking. You want to help you? No. Um, the I'm going to tell my kids this is so and so. I like those. Those are funny. I, I, the the Desperate Housewives lady pointing at the cat and screaming. Oh yeah. Like those I just got out of hand. I, out of hand. I, just they're they're too much. They're too. I I can't handle it. I'm officially old. I don't like it. Get off my lawn. I'm a curmudgeon, but. <laughs> Like I'm blocking people left and right because I can't handle it. So there's only one in memoriam res- to my youth. There's only one response to that. Okay, boomer. Yeah. Okay. I uh, uh, so I'm I'm out on so yeah. R.I.P. Me and social media understanding of this stuff because it's tough. Well, maybe you and Papa John could go eat some pizza together. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> He's 20, 25 in a week or something. 30, 40 in 30 days. Anyway. So, so uh, I know there's other, like, I, John Hill will be with me. Bart, John, like, we're out. Like, we don't know what's going on anymore. So we're 
We knew we were old. Now it's confirmed. Feel free to keep in contact with me. I'll try to keep you up. Yeah, I don't terms. think you would even know if some of the. Well, I mean, I know what they are at least. I just well, don't. I don't get them. I don't find them funny. Maybe the old necklace wearing sixteen year old that I was. Maybe I would. Maybe <laughs> I would well, enjoy the, the ear and the uh, yeah. upper yeah. Yeah. Ear, earring so. and. Uh, <laughs> Real All right. Sure. Well, let's move on to birthdays. Okay? Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Probably having one of those too. I didn't remember it. I'm old. Speaking of an old man, he's he's older than <laughs> we would expect him to be. But today, December seventeenth, is Eugene Levy's Ooh. birthday. Oh, let me guess. Well, I don't have the age, but oh. uh, so he was Canadian. He was in obviously uh, Best American, in Show, American, American Pie. Pie. He's all in Chips Creek Pies. right yes, now. Yes, he um, I'm gonna guess seventy-eight. I think he's older. Really? Uh, no, he might not be that old. Actually, seventy-eight. Kyle, you got it? He is 73. Oh, Ooh. oh okay. Okay. Not as old as I was thinking. Well, but still older than... Because American Pie... I guess he was in... Oh, that makes sense, maybe. That's what, okay. 1999, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also today, um, in 1965, the Astrodome opened for the first time. And actually, it was a concert that opened it. Listen how bizarre this is. It was Judy Garland and the Supremes. So they... <laughs> Interesting. So I guess they're saying somewhere over the rainbow, and then Diana got up there and did some <laughs> things. But like, that just seems like a weird, co- especially in the '60s. So like, when was Wizard of Oz in the '30s? So 30 years prior, I guess she was only in her 40s. But I just don't see Judy Garland Supremes touring she, together. She couldn't have lived much longer than that. No, she died young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So that you know, Rupp Arena what opened in '73, ish. The first performance in it was the Lawrence Welk show. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, gosh, Th- talk about feeling old. It was. It was like I get a, you a meme. Maybe <laughs> Yoda. It was an older man who directed an orchestra and they played polka music. Huh, love that. And that opened up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Weird. Oh yeah, she died when she was forty-six. So she died four years later. So I guess she was forty-three then when she. I don't know. I just found that odd. But it also got me thinking about the other domes of that era. <laughs> the King Dome. Where's the King Dome? Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. The Metro Dome. Minnesota. Minnesota. The Sky Dome. Toronto. And then uh, the Silver Dome. Detroit. Detroit. So I just Pontiac Silver had, Dome. Had, had, None of them are still around, right? No, they're all gone. No, the, the uh, what's it called? The Sky Dome is, but it's Correct. renamed. It's Rogers Center. Been there. Okay, so that's what I was guessing. Have you been to any of these domes? I have. That's mm. the only one? Yes. So I haven't been to any of them, but it got, I just feel like there's a lot of... Major sports moments. Oh, yeah, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. That was around that time, too. It just got me thinking about these. I just remember, especially Silverdome, every Thanksgiving, watching the games in there. And then the Kingdom when the Mariners were good before it was finished with Griffey and those teams. And, and there's a Superdome. And then a bunch of them, yeah. Um, I guess they just, a couple, I just remember a bunch of them collapsing. But I've, I guess I've been to the Superdome, but I haven't been to any of the other ones. Um, have you been to... Uh, the Pete Mer- P- Mac, Pete Mer- I have. Mm-hmm. Pavilion? I have. So it's kind oh, of a dome. It is. Um, and then Illinois, Illinois, the University oh. of Illinois Arena is, I think it's called the State Farm Assembly Hall now. But yeah. it's, it looks very much like Those the Pmac. Yeah. Well, that's like when we went to West Virginia a couple years ago. Theirs is like a dome, but it's like a concrete monstrosity. Oh. It's hideous. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot the name of that. Northern Iowa had that 
like inflatable oh, thing that, over their that, field that's too. More, that would always, and that's more uh, what I was deflate. thinking of in yeah. that vein. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like they all leaked or collapsed or. But yeah. anyway, so that was the the Astrodome Open. I think that was the first of all of those domes. Um, and then also on today, in 1989, The Simpsons debuted. Mm-hmm. It was actually a Christmas episode. So they have been going for 30 seasons. They're all on Disney+. Plus. I've never really been a Simpsons fan. I've seen episodes and yeah. et cetera. I don't feel like, or any of you Simpsons fan? Or never no, I'm not really a huge fan. I, I thought about going back and watching some, just because it is on Disney+, Plus and that's the only streaming service it's been on. But I think you all have maybe seen this, where the... The Simpsons has predicted things that have come true. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Yeah, and like Donald Trump that's, being president. That's the one social media thing that I have, or the, I, I can get behind that. But, yeah, they predicted Trump being president mm-hmm. a long time ago. Uh, Siegfried and Roy, the line attack. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they predicted that before it happened. They uh, had an episode where there was autocorrect, like people using that on their phones. Um, and then Disney buying 20th Century Fox. They predicted that as well. Wow. Mouse taking over. There's plenty more. You can go find it on the Family Guy has predicted things too. Has it? Yeah. Uh, and I think South Park is another yeah. one that has. But it's just it was pretty interesting that I, that Simpsons. I think Trump as president is probably the best one. But uh, so that just got me thinking about that. So, so 30 year, that's incredible. Most There's so many historical references in oh, Simpsons. Yeah. So that's why big history buffs like you enjoy it so much. I had a history professor in college who almost any class, multiple topics, could reference a Simpsons, a Simpsons episode. And that was only halfway through them. Like, yeah, you know, right, that was only 10 right. or 15 years into them. Right. Not, and now they're 30, like, of 20-something episodes every year. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I might go back and start, try to watch some of them. I can't that watch That would be a task. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> I'll, come, I'll report back next year. <laughs> Um, you, all right, do what do you, podcast, you could do a podcast of. So I, I bet there's. No. I bet there's a Simpson watching podcast. Well, I'll call so it the Groaning. Because <laughs> you know Meredith and yeah, the office, the office yeah, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done and that then one. Josh Lyman and the not Josh Lyman, is, but Josh Molina from the West Wing. He's yes. he's doing every West Wing episode. The problem is I don't have any behind the scenes stories about the Simpsons. I can make some up. <laughs> you like that? All right, <laughs> done. I'll do it. Uh, what do you got for tomorrow, JB? Tomorrow, Brad Pitt's birthday. Ooh, okay. What do you have his age? No, I don't. I don't have any uh, ages. Sorry. That's right. Where are the producers? He's like, I would say 54. 54. He and Jenny are back being friends. Mm-hmm. He went attended uh, Jennifer Aniston's tree trimming party a couple and, weeks ago. And her 50th or 40th She's birthday? She's 50. Or, uh, Brad Pitt. 54, baby. Is not old enough. He's 56. Oh, I just, yeah. I just watched the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was disappointed. Oh, you were? I was disappointed. I was good. Yeah, um, you know, like I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Tarantino, but like I, I like most of his films. And yeah, I just, I don't know, especially the ending part. I mean, it was very Tarantino-esque the ending, but it's just, I don't know, it just kind of ended a little too abruptly. And interesting. I don't know. Just wasn't that big of a fan. Off the top of your head, what is your favorite Brad Pitt movie? Seven. Oh yeah, good, good call. Uh, Fight Club. Okay. Uh, and I like all the oceans. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to remember the other one they used with Angela and Julian. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. What's Very yours? Okay. Uh, this is going to be a little... California probably, with a K? No, it's going to be uh, <laughs> A River Runs Through It. Oh, Ooh. He likes his hat. <laughs> what about, what about I mean... Oh, uh, young Brad Pitt. Very, yeah. But uh, I, I like Brad Pitt. I think he's a good actor. He's obviously a real whack job of a person. But what are you going to do? 
He's had his ups. He's had his downs. Yep. He's had his long hair, his short hair. Yep. This whole thing. But he's not necessarily aging well. I don't think he's taking good care of his himself. Uh, he had a rough go there with Angelina. Yeah. That probably contributes to it a little bit. Um, anything else for tomorrow? Uh, so we've already talked about, but the Nutcracker, Tchaikovsky, debuted in 1892. Wow. Um, so 128 years ago-ish. But uh, I thought that was interesting. I was trying to find a bunch of things that were real relevant to this time of year, season's greetings. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then in uh, 1966, The Grinch uh, debuted on CBS as the classic that we know the um, cartoon with uh, Boris, I forget, is it Karmanov or Garmanov, whatever. Mm. Love that song. So Bo was homesick today. We were laying in bed, and he watched the majority of it, was really into it, really, really? enjoyed it. Yeah, it was one of my favorites growing up. I remember I was in Latin class, um, and my teacher, every year we would watch The Grinch, and he would have us count the number of Grinches, and then he would change the number every year. It didn't matter. It just was a way to keep us engaged. And so the word would spread. But anyway, so I love The Grinch, but what's your favorite TV holiday special? So not Christmas movie, per se, but your favorite... Uh, mine, other than the Grinch, I'm going to take it. Sorry, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Charlie Brown Christmas is fantastic. But I have some others that I enjoy, but I'll let you all go ahead and fight over the others. You want me to go? Yeah. I'll probably take it. But uh, whenever Elf's on. That's uh, a movie. Uh, I know, but I don't really have any other <laughs> I like the specials, or, man. I mean, the only one I can think of, which I don't want to take it from anybody, is The Christmas Carol. It's always on but at that's, Christmas. That's, again, a movie. No, but, no. but I'm going <laughs> to say... On, it's on for the Muppet, no, it's on for the Muppet, Christmas story. The Muppet Christmas Carol. There you go. Uh, okay. With, okay. With um, Scrooge McDuck. I think it was made for TV, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, the animated version, even. No, this is... A, a, I guess there's a couple. Yeah. But... Um, I know which one you're... T- I, yeah. Like the 1984 version. Mm-hmm. The Muppet, yeah. That one's mm-hmm. good. I don't Kermit's really... Bob Cratchit. Miss Piggy is his wife. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't really have any. Like, um, well, I mean, you guys don't watch Frosty? Frosty the Snowman? No, I'm not. I am not a big fan of that. Uh, Frosty fan of the Returns Rudolph. is terrible. Like, Bo and I tried to watch that. We turned it off. No, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not. <laughs> you don't a, like Rudolph? No, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of any of those. Well, that's mm. ignorant. Yeah, like I, I'm, more, I'm, just, I'm more of a Christmas. I'm a, you, so I'm I'm a little little you get cold this year. No, Frosty. Those are fabulous. Those are awesome, man. Oh, I said I've never been into that. The one that I did like a couple years ago was Shrek the Halls. Mm-hmm. That was a newer one. That was pretty good. <laughs> Just put that out there. <laughs> that. What about Alvin the Chipmunks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so The Grinch in 1966 came out tomorrow. Okay, and my last birthday on the 19th is, I do have the age for this one because I looked it up, Jake Gyllenhaal turns 39. Ooh. Yeah, so Maggie's got to be in her 40s, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good family duo of actors and actors. Like, yeah, and I think they're... They're up there with the Arquettes. Their dad is a director, and I think their mom was involved in the business somehow, too. I, I think they're both a little weird, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a requirement to be an actor in Hollywood, maybe? To be strange? Yeah. Yeah. We're, so we're all you're saying have a career too. for me then, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's why we made it. <laughs> um, got a couple things we can go through these real quick. Um, in 1998, uh, tomorrow, or I'm sorry, the 19th, Bill Clinton was impeached. He was the second president to be impeached. Who was the first? Uh, Nixon. That's no. what everyone thinks. Andrew Johnson. And it was Andrew Johnson. Uh, do you know yeah. why? It's a long story uh, yeah. short, but what, what, what do you think? Like, I don't remember. Uh, he defended one of the military leaders from Civil War. Like 
he was supposed to demote him and he had gotten into some things and he wouldn't do it and it became grounds and it was a whole thing. So, because uh, he became president when Lincoln was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Andrew Johnson. But, and, but was he removed in yes. the impeachment? Yes. He's the only president to be Correct. removed from office from Correct. impeachment. Um, and then Clinton, or I mean, Nixon resigned before correct. Right, before yeah. impeachment proceedings began. Got, correct. Uh, they began, and then you, the, well, the investigation they, had certainly begun. right Watergate. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm bringing it up because of what's currently happening. I think the votes tomorrow is it not? I think the committee. Which voted I don't know today. how that's going to like. It voted out of committee today. The House will vote tomorrow. Which there's no chance the when Senate. it's an all Republican House, but. Whatever. It was yeah. floated today that they might, um, in the Senate trial, introduce the mo- introduce the um, most damning evidence. Well, they- no, the the two things that he's being oh, accused of. Got it. And then have some type of vote to dismiss the charges, like right after the introduction, basically. I would be shocked huh. if it wasn't dismissed. Uh, I don't think it will be dismissed, but regardless, we know, well, regardless, we know what the vote's going to be. Regardless, he's not going to be removed from office, then he's going to win re-election, and it's going to be the first time a president was impeached and then re-elected within the just, same calendar just year. like the uh, Saturday Night Live The, the prono- prognosticators. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, I didn't realize it was so late before Christmas for Clinton, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I read an article today... That said, it was four reporters who had covered that impeachment and this impeachment, uh-huh. and they were reco- recollecting about the times. They said, I had thought it the most partisan it had ever been. Uh, can't believe that the Republicans wanted to get into Bill Clinton's sex life, and just thought we could not get any worse, and it's like a thousand times worse now. Yeah, much more divided. Yeah. Well, I think to your point, like, I think that they're in session so much because all these new people have been elected and then they go into the break, into the holidays, and they don't reconvene until February, I believe. No, they're going to come back the first full week in January. Are they? They yeah. normally don't, well, though, right? I don't know. Uh, they. Yeah, I think they do. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, uh, 1932, Poor Richard's Almanac uh, came out for the first time, so a good 40 years but, before the Revolution. 1832. 1732? 1732. Okay. Yeah. So he so, came out before he was part of the um, Sons of Liberty and leading Benjamin us. Franklin. Correct. Yeah. So Correct. Benjamin Franklin Are wrote it. Did you get a quiz on that or did I jump the gun? No. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I thought it was pretty common knowledge. Was a, did you not know? But no, is I knew. Poor uh, Richard's Almanac and the well, Farmer's Almanac the same thing? That I don't know. Okay. But he wrote it under a pen name, which was Richard something, a, a more common name. But there's a name for that. What's that called? A pseudonym? Pseudonym? Okay. Yes, pseudonym. Or Mark pen, Twain? A pen name? Samuel Clemens? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, uh, so 1732, uh, also coming up later this week, uh, A Christmas Carol, uh, going back to the Muppets, uh, by Charles Dickens, was written in 1843. You ever read any Charles Dickens books? It's hard I did to read, read that. They're hard really hard to read. read. I, prob- I probably did. I did, I did read that my... My senior year of high school, I was in sophomore English. I had passed all the other ones, so they put me back in sophomore English for an easier time. Uh, Still didn't get an A. <laughs> no, I, I did get an A. I didn't have to get Wait, finals. what do you mean? You passed? So I, I moved schools. Um, I moved between my junior and senior year of high school, so they put me in honors for English. I went to class with myself and said, I've read all these books. So I said, okay, so then put me back in junior English. They gave me the syllabus and said, I've read all these books. And they go, just go to sophomore English. It'll be easier. Senior, just get out of here. Okay. So, good yeah. for you. 
Um, yeah, they're tough and they're long. They're really long. I mean, I've read The Christmas Carol, but that's the only one I've really read. Um, also, when I was doing my research, a lot of Bond movies are released um, mm-hmm. in December around this mm-hmm. time. So a lot of the different ones, I'm not a huge Bond guy. I've seen some of them. Favorite Bond movies or favorite Bonds or any input? Sean Connery. I like Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery's my favorite. I liked uh, cas- the, the newer guy. I like Daniel Craig. Casino, uh, Casino Royale was a good one. That, uh, that one's probably was my that head. Pierce Brosnan? Or is I that? like Pierce Brosnan. No, uh, Casino Royale is Daniel Craig. Okay. Yeah. But I, I like Pierce Brosnan. I think Pierce Brosnan was messed up by that they just weren't good scripts. No. Yeah. But I thought he was pretty good. I love Golden Eye of the Game for N64. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, that's, that's just a legacy. I mean, the other movies and stuff people forget about, but I mean, that's just because of the video game stuff. Just Golden Eye is just one of those. That yeah, I think that's Especially fine. our age range, like that, that one just sticks out. And then we have one more Daniel Craig movie, and then it's yeah, correct. And it's going to be taken over by um, a, a African American uh, female. Oh, that's right. The yeah. female. I thought mm-hmm. it, was, it was supposed to be Idris Elba. Yeah, no, they, they've that, picked. Yeah. Uh, she will be the, she'll be a side character and stuff in this movie, and then she will take not take over the name of James Bond, but she will take over 007. The, yeah the 007. Um, Never really got into. I, I don't know. There's twenty something, twenty seven, twenty eight. Like the yeah, amendments. Are there couple... more than the amendments? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think quite as many as the amendments. Uh, but there's a couple unofficial ones too, like um, you can, there's Wikipedia wormholes that you can um, sure dive down on. A um, couple other things for over the weekend. Uh, 1946, It's a Wonderful Life debuted. That's a tough one to choke through. It's whew, Jimmy. I, I like Jimmy Stewart. I'm a big Mr. Smith goes to Washington fan, but Wonderful Life is. Tough. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yes. Um, <laughs> the effects of it aren't great. No. Donna Reed is the is the, the, the story's not great. Yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. Long. No, yeah, I, I had a friend in college who that was her favorite movie. Not her favorite Christmas movie. That was her favorite movie. She's still your friend? Uh, no, not really. Okay, good. <laughs> there's so like there's so little things to play on TV on Christmas night. Or Christmas Eve night that they always play that. Yes, right? they do, and it's I never watch it. And I, then you see um, Midnight Mass at, oh, at right. St. Peter's <laughs> Cathedral, right? Which is can be a little bit of a snoozer too. <laughs> Not a little, <laughs> yeah. a full snoozer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I got two more things. 1891, uh, the first game of basketball was played, developed by James Naismith. They played eight on eight mm, with peach a, baskets. Yeah, and so. Uh, got me thinking, what sport do you feel like has evolved the most since it began? I mean, basketball's got to be up there. Baseball really hasn't. I mean, a little bit. Football with the, I, I think. Say, that's where I was leaning. With the, uh, well, Helmets. the equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, yeah, the uh, way the game's played. The re- way, yeah. I think football by far. I say hockey's up there too because they played without helmets. Way yeah, the goalie didn't even too. wear masks. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, and they went this from like a good idea. they went from <laughs> wiring boards to the gla- the plexiglass now. Right, and, and then too, the netting because so, yeah. people died. And then um, a bunch of replay stuff, and then two line passes they got rid of too, and then three on three. Uh, I would say there's a lot too for hockey as well. And I feel like we always come back to this, but like the way volleyball is played. It's yeah. dramatically changed. Yeah. The scoring yeah. much faster, and the scoring yeah, rally. from rally and yeah. side out. And what other sport? What other major sport has totally revamped the way they score the game? Football, basketball with a three point line. Yeah, I mean basketball with a three point line. Football but, field goals, two point conversions. But but they didn't have that from the beginning. I don't know if they had field goals. They didn't have two point conversions. I have forgot about that you can actually get two points if you drop kick the ball and kick it out. Mm-hmm. I saw it on, uh, I forgot who last. I don't know about safety. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. 
But you get, if you drop kick, um, then there's two points. Yeah. I think also, so. where how did they have peach baskets in Kansas? James got them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was from Massachusetts. Uh, was it? But he developed it in Kansas. Oh. It, was, it was a Kansas Y. Okay. Like yeah. it, was, it was at a YMCA. Okay. Yeah, that's why the Hall of Fame's in Springfield, Massachusetts. I think it's very similar similar to Lincoln's born in Kentucky, yeah. but then every other state claims. Same with the Wright brothers. So right. First in flight, but yeah, then... Ohio so Nace was yeah. born in Springfield, Mass? I believe so. Yeah, and that's I why the Hall of so. Fame's there. And that, But I know it was developed in Kansas, right. the game. And Fog Allen played, right. learned from or, him or played for right. him. Mm. And then Rupp played for Fog. Correct. Um, then my last one, in 1937, Walt Disney's first full-length movie. Do you know what it is? Steamboat Willie? No, that's a full-length movie, Ooh. not a short. Anyone know what it was? 1937. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs uh, was his first one. Um, got anything? Favorite Disney movie? Oh, my gosh. Like, I think Little Mermaid. We've, we've talked about we've this already previously. Done this? Yeah. We'll go back yeah. and listen to previous episodes. <laughs> then I'll go. What did, I, just, I, I knew it was Snow White. Um, I didn't know that um, it, was, it, came, it debuted around this time. But yeah, Lion King is big, my favorite. And I'll add a new side last time yeah. too. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Well, radio over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already repeat more topics. That's all I have for our uh, um, birthdays and anniversaries. So. What are your closing thoughts? So I think a lot of us are traveling over the holiday season, and this kind of goes for everyone. We're going to be spending a lot of time with family and friends. So my advice, this is not just to our listeners, but to myself as well is to be patient. We're all trying to get somewhere. We're all trying to get where we're going. So whether we're traveling and flying and flights are delayed or there's people in front of us that can't speak English and we can't get through security or we're in a traffic jam on I-75, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take a deep breath and be patient, uh, be grateful for the fact that when we do get to our families that we enjoy our time and we're not fighting over <laughs> what we're eating, what we're doing. This because is very unlike you. So I, I know. This is impressed. So like amazing. What we need to do. <laughs> so I know we're all going to be annoyed probably a week from now. But take a deep breath. Remember this podcast. And remember the reason for the season. Christmas beers. No, wait. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and watch Christmas Vacation. Of course. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining in on this final uh, full episode of the season. We are going to record another episode right now that's going to release probably the Our week of Christmas, review. a year in review, even though we only did three months. Or <laughs> September, October, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, but we have lots of thoughts, obviously, to share with you. So, so have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for listening so much. Uh, rate us. Give us reviews. Give us feedback. Correct us whatever you want to and thank you so much merry christmas and happy new year and yes. till J- till the new year jb let's, let's get, get to it. it it's that time christmas time is here everybody knows that now